Hello, Simon. Hi, Sam. It's the internet and we're talking on it. It is, uh, in fact, the internet and we are speaking upon it's it. It's very exciting. Through you it. You sound kind of... Into you it. You sound, sound kind of far away. God, Sam, I feel far away. Um, <laughs> Maybe because you are actually in a different city to me. In time come back, and in space. Come back and we'll go and hang out in Pretoria mm-hmm. like teenagers again. Uh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> Let's do that. Yes. Deal. I did a lot of hanging out in Pretoria like a teenager um, when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah? This is silly, Sam. This is a very silly conversation. <laughs> It's already silly. We're uh, we're one minute and two seconds into it, and already it's Look, it's uh, the thing you're saying though. It's ridiculous. There's, there's, a, there's a clever thing in the thing you're saying, which is about the fact that there are <laughs> really <laughs> there are there are some cities in which it is probably better to be a teenager in than others, and I feel like Pretoria is a city made for being a teenager in because there's so much general rebelliousness around for you to become a part of. Sam, the way I'm feeling right now, so far removed from you in time, I don't think there is such a thing as a bad city to be a teenager in in the whole world. I think uh, if you're a teenager in the world, you're winning. That's true. It doesn't really matter where you I are. I don't know. I feel like you're on top. I feel man. like being a teenager in Daar might be kind of hard. <laughs> mm, but anyway, yeah. it, it certainly tricks you at times. I'm sure. Uh, when you're um, when you're, you know, when you're finding out about pornography and trying to find it on the internet. Yeah, yeah. your town might not have any internet challenged. and then just think what that would be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. It is so much easier to find porn now if you are a 14-year-old coming of age than it was in my day. In my day, you had to go and get pictures so, from um, friends. So I'm told. Um, yeah. <laughs> real challenge, real challenge. <laughs> so what's news, Sam? I don't know. I've been reading things and doing things and painting things and writing things and excelling things and PowerPointing things and making to-do lists of things, which is pretty much how my life you've goes. Been a, <laughs> you've been a stranger on the internet, Sam. Yes, I've been a stranger on the internet. <laughs> but uh, but you're back now. Yes, it's true. It's true. We've we've gone into the wilderness and we've and we found you and we've brought you back. Yeah, it's very exciting. <laughs> and and now here you are uh, on the internet again. I know it's true. In the saddle. I feel I I don't know. I I feel like I have this weird double life where because I I set stuff up uh, on on things like Buffer to tweet out at various you know important times, um, and then I totally forget that the internet exists at certain you know points and just don't do anything um and sometimes people come up okay. to me and they're like wow you, you you spend so much time on facebook and i'm like what i can't remember the last time i logged into mm-hmm. facebook um and then i realized that there is this okay, person so you th- who tweets mm-hmm. and it's me but it's past me tweeting in the present it's so weird it's uh, your external brain so. yeah so so hold on so you think of smart things to say but then you don't say them. yes you put them you put them in a thing called buffer and the and the thing says that yes, later. later. By which time, I am no longer the person who initially thought that it was a cool thing to say. It's a different person that no, I am No, I think not. that's still you. No, I don't know. That's still I you. I don't know. I, I'm so changeable. <laughs> Sometimes hmm. I find myself tweeting a thing and I'm like, wow, three days ago when I had that opinion, it seemed right. And now I no longer agree with my past self. And then I kind of want to get into a Twitter argument with my past self. <laughs> it's very weird. Does this ever happen to you? Is it just me? No, no. But let me try and understand. Um, <laughs> I, I really only have one question. Yes. Um, 
That question is why. <laughs> Isn't that the question about everything? Why do you why do you um why do you want to say things later and not now? Because I binge read on the internet and then if I tweeted all the interesting things I found as I was reading them on Sunday night mm -hmm. at 10 o'clock, the world would get 30 tweets mm -hmm. from Sam um, and they wouldn't get mm -hmm. another tweet until the next Sunday night at 10 o'clock, uh, which doesn't seem like a good but way. But they to would do be things. rooted in reality. It's true. It's true. I could, I could just do that. I don't mm -hmm. know. I, I'm not really sure why I have, I maintain social media profiles often. It's just, it's a thing that people do. I don't know. You're, you're much better at the social media thing than I am. <laughs> like, doesn't it, doesn't it bring enormous value to your life? Uh, no, no, no and no. I'm not better at it than you and it brings very little value <laughs> to my life. Um, it's uh, it's interesting. I think it's it's still an experiment. It's a, a game we're all playing and nobody's sure what's yeah. happening yet. Um, and generally, yes. you know that that's happening with something uh, when lots of people mm. are paying lots of money for something that um, that doesn't generate any money of its own. I mean, you can buy mm -hmm. shares in Twitter this is a company with no profit and you can buy shares in it. Mm. That tells you something about the space it's playing in, Sam. It means it's kind of we haven't figured this out yet mm. and a lot of people are being uh, kind of silly. And that doesn't mean there's, yes. it's not awesome. Uh, it just means mm. that there are no answers, so be skeptical of anybody who, uh, who tells you that there are. Mm. And it also means that yes. um, if you think of something smart, you could maybe say it right away or not. Or you could get a computer could. to say it later. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I say, I just, I, I yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I do the things because that's what people say but one should do. You know, the mm. thing that's got me, yeah. No, mm. go ahead. <laughs> I was saying the thing that's got me thinking about this was this amazing uh, New Yorker piece I read that's been going around. You might have seen it about this woman named Pia Farenkopf who died in 2009 in her car, and they only just found her body because Pia Farenhoff had. Um, all of her bank payments, all of her bill, bill payments set to go off automatically off her account. And she had a fair amount of money in her account. So she'd been paying all of her bills for the last five years. Mm -hmm. um, and all of her neighbors thought that she traveled a lot and that she was just always traveling. Um, and she kind of just maintained this entire life for five years after she was dead, in which people thought that she was still alive. And, and that's kind of scary. Like, I'm assuming she didn't have any family or friends. Apparently, she wasn't talking to her family. Um, <laughs> but it also sort of sounds like a thing. Like, she did have friends, but, you know, everyone just kind of thought that she was traveling. Oh, well, she paid her bills. So she's weird. fine. She missed the dinner party yeah, again. She, she never replies to any of my emails, but she's paying her <laughs> bills. Nothing to worry about. Because that's all you are, really. You are a bill paying. You uh, are the sum of your transactions or something. Exactly. This is. Um, it just freaks me out. Mm -hmm, it is kind of freaky. How, Although it, how long do you think it would take someone to find your dead body if you died in your car? I mean, if, if you hadn't, didn't have If I have died family, in my car, I'd probably be on the highway. Somebody would know about it pretty soon. Because <laughs> you would you would have been texting. Uh, no, because uh, shortly be after dying, buffer. I'd probably hit something. <laughs> yes. Um, but I like the idea that you could automate your life so much that, that you wouldn't have to be there uh, eventually. Yeah. Uh, you know, yes. m maybe one day um, my smartphone, my digital assistant, uh, will be able yes. to have this this kind of conversation with you um, mm -hmm. while I'm out elsewhere, maybe dead, um, or maybe on a beach somewhere with a refreshing beverage. Mm. Um, 
That's okay. I'm all right with that. I mean, yeah. uh, it, it sucks I to mean, die in a car yeah. and, then, and then still be there for five years afterwards. Um, but it's also That's nice funny. that, uh, you know, when, when a family did finally wake up to the fact that she uh, was dead <laughs> in her car, at least there was no yeah. debt uh, to inherit from her. So, yay technology. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, technology for making yeah. no but on kind okay. of like a in kind of a romantic level the idea of being able to set up stuff now that could still act on the world after you're dead is kind of an intriguing one it's like um you know when people write a letter and it's it says you know only to be opened upon the event of my untimely mm-hmm. death if you're reading this um, i'm dead in a know, car we, yeah, like you can you can set up stuff like that. Um, you know, we, we are setting up things like that all the time, except not for after we're dead necessarily, just well, for things we should do next week, uh, which is kind of cool. Like we are making decisions that are enacted in the future. Well, so I've been thinking about this, Sam, weirdly, this week. Yeah. Um, yes. So there's all sorts of tools you can use for this kind of stuff. Uh, mm. I think Storyfy is one. I don't use Storyfy, but I, I've heard about Storyfy. Um, and apparently, you know, you could you could set the way I understand it is you could you could get messages sent to your family um, mm. about your life and the stuff you've been doing uh, after the fact. Um, oh, wow. But but also, so for example, I've been thinking about digital inheritance. So as you know, I procreated mm. twice, and um, yes, but I and I buy a lot of stuff online. I have a library on Amazon. Uh, of some pretty awesome books. I have some ridiculously Uh. good music in my iTunes library Um, (laughs) and some photographs of my pets uh, on Flickr. Mm. And when I die, like who does that stuff go to? Uh, Especially if if I die with a password for uh, Amazon in my head. Mm. So mm. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like that's what that that letter looks like nowadays. Yeah. It's 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 a letter that you open and it's got all your passwords in it. <laughs> well, so I use Dashlane, which is a password manager uh on my personal yeah. computer uh, mm. but, uh and in the internet. And what it does is uh it stores all your passwords for you. Yay. So you only have to remember one or somebody only has to steal one yes. from you in order to take over your entire yes. life. Uh but that could be useful mm-hmm. because I could write a letter saying uh, hey, Offspring, if you're reading this, probably dead in a car somewhere. Uh, but he has my Dashlane password. Um, and now you can go all over the internet impersonating me. Yeah. You can tell my Facebook friends I'm dead as me. Yay. And you can <laughs> you can log into my Evernote. And you can see all the shit I wrote about you behind your back. Um, and you can post yeah. messages on my but I mean, You could even do cooler stuff. Like you could write a script that says, okay, so say you knew that you weren't going to be there for the next 10 years of your offspring's life. You could, this is getting really morbid, Mm -hmm. but you could write a script that sends, triggers an email to Amazon on Gabriel's 16th birthday to go and buy him the book that he should read when he's 16, you know, or buy him the album that he will only be ready for when he's 21. Um, And you could almost like set up this, I don't know, this experience for this person that, that, you know, acts, that buys them things, that directs them to the right thing, that triggers the right email at the right time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of romantic as an idea. I think it is. Uh, I like that idea, Sam. Uh, I don't like the idea of dying, Mm -hmm. of course. That's not what I meant. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, so, so maybe you could, you could also teach your uh, personal digital assistant that if you haven't done anything on it for five days, you're probably dead in a car somewhere and then it should do a series of things. 
like tweet something or going, hey, <laughs> I'm dead now. You should probably unfollow me. Um, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, just just a little little cleanup, yeah. just a little. Hey, if you're reading this, yeah. it's because I'm dead and I haven't used my phone for right. five days, which means. And by the way, mm-hmm. I really always wanted to say these awful things yeah. about the following people, yeah. and now I can because I'm but dead. By the <laughs> way, uh, you're a cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're a douchebag. Um, hmm. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, okay. So there's this general idea of your past self sets up things for your future self. Like we're talking about it in quite an extreme way, but we use this in quite useful ways all the time, right? Like when when night before Simon lays out his trail running shoes mm-hmm. next to the door, yes. so that really sleepy six a.m. Simon remembers to go running. Like that's okay, that's this happen. happening on a different level. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Okay. I think I it's understand. Just like, I feel like we're often we're doing things to to positively sabotage our future self. Absolutely. Uh, and that's important. In fact, there's even a name for it that smart people uh, who have a better memory than me use for it. Uh, and I can't remember what that is. It's a, Which is? Well, I just I can't uh, remember what it is. Ask your external brain. Ask no, it's too difficult. Brain. I wouldn't know how to phrase this to Google. I oh, think this is what Google's okay. for. I think Google is a system uh, for, for uh, doing things for you after you die. Maybe eventually. Yes, totally. Or maybe totally. making it okay Except that you that, died, or not even important, because it just carries yeah. on being you after the fact. Yeah, it could totally. Like if you, mm. so buffer does this thing as well, where if you buffer enough things frequently enough, it starts to suggest things that you might buffer based on things that people like you seem to have buffered wow. as well. Um, so hypothetically, I could also just set buffer to keep tweeting on my behalf once I'm dead with all of its recommended tweets. Yeah. And so it's basically built an algorithm of my personality. Mm-hmm. Isn't that really true? Well, you know, yeah. you jest. But, but I, you know, if, if, you look at, <laughs> if you look at where we're at with this whole synthetic intelligence uh, lock uh, and what people like Ray yeah. Kurzweil have said in, in his book, uh, like how to create a mind, which we've mentioned on the show before. Mm. Um, it's not hard to imagine that one day an algorithm could just take over the reins and go, it's okay, Sam, I know enough about you to predict exactly what you would have said on Tuesday at 2.15, uh, 10 years from now. So I'm just yeah. going to go ahead and do that for you. And you can you can die in a car awesome. or go and get a cocktail. I've or, got this. you know, um, just doing anything that's more fun than tweeting things. Um you could you could do that and yeah and uh, the, it'll just be you <laughs> and it'll buy all the things that you would have bought anyway and it'll do all the work you would have done yeah. um exactly. and then it will be shot into space in a rocket so that it'll survive the earth in fact chances are we're already really uh, we've discussed this before too hey scott adams is crazy doohickey idea that we're already living in that scenario because um the chances of a space rocket with a computer that we're all living in uh, surviving for billions of years is greater than the Earth not being hit by an asteroid or something for billions of years. Uh, ergo, the chances are greater that we're already in that space rocket hurtling through space, uh, being smart, but not being us. That's just crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy Sam. Talk. Why are we speaking about this? You know, people know. find these conversations <laughs> on the internet, and um, I suppose this is mildly amusing. You Do you use Storyfy? Why am I thinking about Storyfy so much today? Uh, isn't Storyfy the thing that lets you take uh, social media stuff and make news articles of make it? Make the web tell a story. Isn't Collect media from across the web. Isn't that what web. Storyfy is? Publish on Storyfy. Embed anywhere. Do you know what is great, though, is Storyworth. I think I've, I've, I've 
gone on about how great Storyworth is before. Mm -hmm. That's about uh, it triggers automatic emails to uh, older relatives and gets them to um, maybe it asks them questions about their lives and then records their stories. Maybe that's what you're thinking. Ah, so it goes, Dad, um, tell me stuff, and then he can tell you exactly. He can send you an email. Yeah, that could be useful. I'm getting such great stories from my parents. Mm -hmm. So I. There's, a, there's another great service we should probably mention called If This Then That. Um, oh, If This Then That. And you can use If This Then That to teach your computer to do things that you would otherwise do. Um, the yeah, problem sure. with this kind of automation is it sometimes seems like a good idea at the time of you setting it up. And then it does things that are really mm. stupid in the future. Uh, I'll give you a bad example. Like? So um, I like to post uh, square pictures that look like they were taken with a disposable camera in the 1970s oh, using yes. I've an heard app of this called app. Instagram. And um, oh, wow. and that seems like a good thing to do. And <coughs> you used to be able to post these pictures to Twitter kind of um, kind of nicely. Twitter being that company we spoke mm-hmm. about that has no profit but people buy shares in. And then, um, <laughs> then Instagram got bought by another company that had no profit but people were buying shares in called Facebook. And because Twitter hates Facebook because they want to be the best company at not making profit but selling shares to other people, um, Twitter <laughs> jippoed Instagram. <laughs> So you can't see square pictures uh, in Twitter in line. Uh, you have to click on a link. Yeah. So there's, this, there's a recipe on if this, then that. And what it does is it looks at your Instagram account. And then every time you post an Instagram photograph, it automatically uh, reposts it as a Twitter uh, image. And that seems ah. useful. But then, like, you don't always want your Instagrams on Twitter. Sometimes you, you know, sometimes you took a picture of your feet and you only want the people on Instagram to see your feet. Um, not your massive following on Twitter. But it, right, okay. Uh, that made no sense. I'm not relating to your example, but I kind of see what I you're saying. I don't know why we're doing this. So. I'm very surprised that Google has not bought If This Then That yet. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they don't want to because it plays... It, if This Then That only works if it plays nicely with everyone. Yes. Um, regardless of who owns whom. Um, if This Then That is pretty much my favorite thing. I just want more physical sensors that do things mm-hmm. that, that you can tie into If This Then That. Like there, there are a couple. Like there's... What's that lighting company? Philips. Titan, no, yeah, it could be, and they've got a special light that has a sensor yeah, that, that you can you can connect, and you yes, can make absolutely any color light you color. want. So exciting! So if somebody yeah, tweets the, about so the cat, your lights start can becoming go green. More physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, it's yeah. it's the product's called Hue, and it's by uh, <laughs> a small Dutch company named Philips. Yes. Uh, yes, I've heard mm-hmm. of this. <laughs> so so what are some of the things uh, that you do using if this then that because i thought it was the best thing ever until i couldn't think of a single thing to do with it yeah actually i have very unexciting <laughs> ones most of mine are about uh storing things and putting things in evernote that's pretty much what my recipes are about i don't have recipes that do anything too exciting okay. I, I tried i tried having a weather recipe turned on for a while but this was a few years ago mm-hmm. where if it was going to rain that day i'd get an sms um and then realized that i check the weather any, every morning anyway so that was kind of useless Absolutely. um no i have nothing exciting i have nothing exciting. so um there's a new service called push bullets I don't know if you've heard about it. It's basically like a notification service. So, but it's more than that. So it's not just push notifications. It's files and links and all all sorts of other stuff that you can push between your phone and the browser, and you can automate it. And um, so, for example, you Hmm. could hypothetically have a script that uh, pirates TV shows for you, and every time there's a new episode of a TV show 
ready to be watched on the computer that you do all your piracy on. <laughs> Hypothetically, Push Bullet could send you a notification mm. to your iPhone saying, hey, Sam, uh, I've hypothetically downloaded the latest episode of The Walking Dead, which is now ready for your viewing Ooh. pleasure. Or you could push a well, file to exciting. your friend. Um, so maybe you could like, you know. <laughs> Only with your friend's permission because, yes. you know, consent is a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> so maybe you could push me a file because you'd be my only friend on Push Bullets. Or a link. Uh, or your location. Uh, okay. Something like that. For some reason, uh, everything in thing. my head today sounds ridiculous. Okay. Yes, this looks very exciting. I will go and play with this thing. Let's be yes. honest now, Sam. I always sound ridiculous in your head. No, no, no. I'm just... Uh, it's a Monday. <laughs> it is a Monday. We've changed our recording time. Yeah. Nobody cares about that. But yes. it's happened. Uh, we've no, done it. It has. Yes. they Okay. Oy vey. Automating. Nothing useful there. Nothing Oy to vey. see here. No. I'm busy looking at these recipes and trying to see if there's anything particularly clever. They're all very dull. Evernote to OneNote sync. Why? Why? Why would anyone want to do that? Send the National Geographic pick of the day to Push Bullet. Oh my goodness! Push Bullet is a channel in If This Then That. Oh, everything comes yeah, together. Yeah, guess, guess what made me think of it. <clears throat> ah. So. Um, <laughs> Clearly, technology has a long way to go before it would be yes. all right for me to die in a car uh, or drink cocktails all day while my technology does everything that I was supposed to be doing. I'm not finding many answers here, Sam. Yes. Um, no. What are some of the things that people could be setting up now that would help their future selves that don't have to wait for awesome artificial brains? Um, pretty much nothing, Sam. Seriously, useful things. <laughs> After you're dead, there's there's pretty much nothing uh, that makes that okay. Because you don't and really very care. little to care yeah. about. Um, yeah. So right now, I care about uh, my kids being able to read my Evernotes. So I'll sort that out. But yes. I can't think of much I'm going to care yeah, about. That's a good like, idea. You know, I don't really care what happens after I'm mm. dead. Whatever. I won't be mm. here. So whatever. <laughs> You don't want to cryogenically freeze your semen just in no, case. But I'm, what worries me more is doing as much of nothing as possible before then. Which is why yeah. we need to, to get this technology stuff humming, Sam. Because I've still got a few so decades, if all goes well, touch things. wood, um, of drinking yeah. cocktails and not dying in cars. And I would like <laughs> this technology to become useful uh, before mm. then. That's true. So that I can spend less time pretending to be on Correct. Twitter. <laughs> yes. Because I'm not even on Twitter. I'm just pretending to be on Twitter, basically. But what is the point of saying smart things on Twitter if you're not I there when know. it happens? I have no idea. I have no what idea. What the fuck are Absolutely we even talking no about, Sam? <laughs> I know. What the fuck is wrong with me? Why? Why do I need the social approval of people that I don't even follow? Oh, well, anyway, let's talk about things we like this week. It's that's <laughs> what happens in the age of narcissism, Sam. You yes, um, you say smart things in the future when you're not around, and you talk yes. about things you like on the internet with your friend. And you're not even actually saying smart things half the time. No. In my case, you're mostly mm -hmm. just pointing to other smart things other smart people have said on the right. internet. And so basically, you're just going like, ooh, look at this cool thing all day. That is what Twitter is. Well, the interesting is. thing about, of, about the internet cool is that it's terrible for confirmation bias and all the other logical fallacies we apply to the world around us. Because you, yeah. know, you think because the internet is vast and awash with images of cats and that everything you could possibly think of is available on tap, 
that you would be mm. flooded and challenged by the world of information with its many divergent views. But the opposite happens. So in information science, mm. what happens on the internet is that everything that you like, you kind of, you know, because you're only following the people <gasps> you care about and because you're only clicking on the pictures of mammals that you like, you're only getting more of the same from your network. Yes. If you're a fundamental anyist yes. um, and you hang out on the channels with other fundamental little anyists on mm. the internet, well, then obviously you're only going to get things that confirm your uh, flawed epistemology. Fundamental. I still don't know what we're talking about. Tell me, tell me about <laughs> uh, stuff that's awesome. I don't know. I've been reading lots of really wonderful and cheesy graphic novels uh, this week. I started reading, uh, you know, Stephen King's Dark Tower super epic series I've thing. I've heard of it. Um, I'm such a Stephen King mm -hmm. fan. I will, I will own it with pride. Um, so someone has made this into a beautiful graphic novel series, and it's lovely and just so well illustrated. So I've been enjoying that. Um, and and Cosmos, because just because of Neil deGrasse Tyson's moustache, I just want to mention how great the remake of Cosmos is. I still is. haven't seen this. It's basically an hour of go, science, go, science is awesome. Mm -hmm. That's that's pretty much what it is. It's wonderful. Okay. Uh, but I don't, I don't yeah. have um, pay television, so how would I see this thing, Sam? Would I have to pirate it to see uh, it? Uh, no, um, uh, no, uh, yeah, yeah. These know. people should know, know better, Sam. TV. They're making a show about science and progress, yes. and the only way I can watch it yes. is by being American and living in America and paying for pay television. Uh, no, wait, hang on. I'm, I'm looking. No, it's on DSTV. So well, I don't have that. for a DSTV thing. Well, neither do I. I have a computer do, with an internet so. connection and a monitor. Could I see it on that legally? No. Oh, no. Why? Because stupid copyright law and stupid Neil deGrasse Tyson should know better, Sam. So should Richard he Dawkins. Should. Like he's doing this thing called The Unbelievers uh, with his friend who wrote something from nothing whose name escapes me momentarily. I'm, you know, it yeah. looks interesting. I'd love to see it. You'd think that two of the smartest people on the planet could get this together, but no. I can't see it. No, but it's not like they are the producers. Well, they, maybe who they out should the be. Content agreements. Yeah, maybe they maybe should. Maybe they yeah. should. I don't know. These things. It's media, been how media long since ridiculous. the Arctic media Monkeys law? Now, and we still. Yeah. <laughs> it's all ridiculous. Okay, but it yes. is ridiculous. If one manages to get one's hand hands on cool things, one should one should okay, watch. Okay, what else you got for me? That's pretty uh -huh. much it. Yeah, that's right. what I've got. Yeah, what have you got? Um, let's do Perlu. I would have, uh, you know, we've mentioned push bullet already. So maybe I should just add yes. a finer point to it. Um, <laughs> it's super rad. If you've ever thought, hey, when A happens on the internet, how do I get a message to my cell phone? Um, this is a really good way of doing it. So we've had things before like Prowl. Um, and with Prowl, you could have uh, things on your computer, um, on your Macintosh. You could have that trigger push notification to your phone, which was pretty cool. Um, but when you take yeah. push bullet and you link it with something like if this, then that, your Macintosh doesn't even have to be a thing. There could be something happening on the internet and you could get a push notification to your phone. And I'm not sure what that's oh good for. Um, but let's say it was really important that you knew what the weather was in Texas every morning. Or more specifically, that you needed to know when the temperature dropped below 70 degrees Fahrenheit. I have no idea how hot or cold that is, but I'm guessing it might be important. Um, 
you could get Push Bullet to tell you that. And I think that's pretty cool, potentially. Mm-hmm. Maybe. That is pretty damn cool. Uh, I've also been playing a game called Perlu, P E R L double zero. P E R L Okay. Yeah. It's uh, pretty unexplainable. I think it's about philosophy. I don't think it's actually just a puzzle game. <laughs> it starts with a really weird of... video about a guy finding a shape in the desert. And then um, mm. you tilt your phone to make uh, various geographic, uh, geometric shapes do things with each other. And it's perplexing. Ooh. And it made me want to throw my phone out the window. It also made me think about things I shouldn't have been thinking about while moving geometric shapes around on a screen. And it's... Um, it's pretty amazing in a very inexplicable way. So if you like tilting your phone sound... and making things fly around in it, then check out Pulu. That does sound oddly satisfying. Have you, speaking of oh, ridiculously addictive games, have you played with this 2048 no. thing yet? Oh my goodness. Oh my goody, goody goodness. Um, what is this, Sam? Um... the link is. It's, it's a numbers game, but it is the single most freaking addictive thing. If you just type 2048 into the Oh, Google, it's like it's threes. The first thing that comes it's up. the ripoff of threes. Oh, my God. It could be, but it's, oh, my God. It's just, no. It, don't start playing unless you have time. To I don't have time for thing. games, but, Sam, because my computer's too stupid to do my work for me. Well, you see, this is what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I, it, it can't be that hard to teach computers how to make PowerPoint presentations. Yeah. You'd think, but you would be wrong. You would think. (laughs) Anyway, so 2048, it's a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll check it out. Mm -hmm. and um, I will play with Perlu. Perlu Bring it into my universe. Stuff that I check out. Cool. So, Mr. Dingle. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. It's Monday. It's Monday. Yeah, I think that's it. We've had our say (laughs) um, of stuff. We mm-hmm. have. We have indeed. All right. I'm going to let you go then. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> okay, you. Bye.